0: welcome to the
1: jester's court podcast if you're unaware this is actually part two of what some are saying is the most ambitious crossover event since marvel endgame avengers endgame my bad and i i can't disagree with that millions of people are saying that so Before I even start and introduce my guests, this is part two of a discussion that I am having with the King's Herald's own Richard Ivanowski and Brendan Nunez. So if you could listen to this without that, I imagine we'll talk about different things, but technically this is part two to their episode of King's Polls that is going to come out before this. So just warning right away. So without further ado, let's start this. How's it going Richard and Brandon? Um Richard, you
0: can go first. I'm doing great, man. Um excited to be on the podcast again. Um Yeah, man. I I I've been listening to this like this is kind of a loose term, but like this podcast which has been fluid in terms of the name, in terms of the hosts for about as long as I've been a Kings fan. I think I think it go it, it dates back to, I mean it definitely dates back to before I was writing about basketball, Um, and, you know, I actually had my name mentioned on this podcast after writing my very first fan post, which is what got me trying to become a sports writer. So it's been a long history, and, and I'm excited to continue to be a part of it. How about you, Brendan? How's it going?
2: I am doing well as well, Brad. Uh, I'm glad to be on the show, man. I'm. This is my first time on here, um, and can't say that I listened to all the various uh, previous hosts and things like that before, like Rich did. But uh, nonetheless, I'm glad to be on here, man,
1: and I appreciate it. Yeah. So, if someone <laughs> if someone had a Rip Van Winkle slumber last June, and Saw Tony's show, the Sacktown Royalty show, and then looked on their feed and saw the Jester's Court with that picture of me in a hat. They'd wonder what happened. But yeah, it's it's great to have you on. I think this is Richard's third time, which might be a record. I won't. I don't think I've had anyone else on three times. There was a very loud car driving by.
0: I'm happy to. I'm happy to be the champ.
1: Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see who dethrones you. You know. Yeah, so you two have been hosting King's Pulse for how long now? Oh,
2: gosh. Uh, Shoot, do you know, Rich, off the top of your head? I think it's been about
0: 16 months. Yeah, that's about right. I think April or May, maybe March of
2: 2018.
0: Yeah. I want to say it was uh, 2019.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Beginning of April? Some of the, something around that time of last year so a little over probably about a year and a quarter a year and a third something
1: like that now, before I go on I should state I should have said this from the get-go the the King's pulse podcast is now part of I don't know if we're calling it this but the gestures or the King's Herald podcast network so now there's two different podcasts um, I imagine mine's gonna be more about the stories just messing around on the internet stuff on the internet on the interviews talking about whatever's topical and you guys are probably going to go more analytical break into the nitty-gritty of things anything you want to add to that
0: i don't know i mean yeah i think that's about the the landscape of it um i think that uh you know in part one we talked about your uh varied interests of of cooking and movies and you've been writing about film entertainment, all that stuff. And I think that all bleeds into um, your style as a a, a sports commentator and analyst and podcaster and sports writing and all that stuff. And I think that Brendan and I are maybe more number analytics uh, focused and a little more on the nerdy side of things and, and a little more direct, right to the punch of, you know, you know, what changes need to be made to the lineup, blah, 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 blah. So what you're saying is I have the
1: cool podcast. You're the nerds. For sure. You know, one day Rich called, called
2: us like the nerdy podcast, <laughs> and I was like, nah, we're not nerdy. Hey, and then I, I
1: listened to it, and I was like, whoa, this is so nerdy. At the very least, in a world where Dunk On exists, you guys are never going to be the nerdiest podcast. Well, they're just a Warriors podcast. Ah. <laughs> I've never actually don't think I've ever listened I just know it's one of those things that you just know as a cultural institution which I'm sorry to cultural institutions for calling dunked on that but it's one of, I just know it I know what the guys who host it talk about and I know I would not fit in on that podcast
0: no definitely I saw some of your tweets today about their um, various uh, abilities to perform yeah they're <laughs> I'm blocked by both of them, so I don't
1: think I'm gonna have to worry about going on their podcast. But no, nah, this isn't about other uh, hosts I'm blocked by. This is about <laughs> the ambitious crossover. So yeah, we're just we decided we were talking to each other as soon as this dropped that it'd be good to just all get together for this and do a two parter. We were debating doing one episode that we just released on both feeds, but then they thought, hey, let's just each have our own episode because then maybe the guys you got coming over from the king's pulse will enjoy me or hate me vice versa so this is fun
2: yeah i mean do we just like do i throw out like one of my few movie questions that i have here
1: Oh yeah, this is a very pop culture reference heavy podcast. So
2: Alright, so this is like super basic and everybody talked about this movie, but when I went and saw Uncut Gems, I went with a friend who at the very end was like, man that movie was terrible. And That seems to be the two trains of thought here, that it was either a amazing movie which I thought it was great because it just keeps you on the edge of the seat your entire time and I like that there's not even really an ending. Uh, I guess I won't spoil anything. <laughs> um, I loved the ending of it. And then she just completely was crapping on it the entire time. So is Uncut Gems a good movie or not, Brad?
1: Oh, uh, this podcast is a pro Uncut Gems podcast. I have mentioned it multiple times. I love that movie. It was my favorite movie of last year. So your friend was wrong. I knew this. Rich,
2: are you wrong as well? Or are you right? I have not seen the film. It's on
0: Netflix. Come on now. Yeah. That's true. It is on Netflix, but so you've uh, even
2: seen it on Netflix and skipped over it.
0: Yeah, for sure I have. Listen, I'm listen. It has Kevin it, Garnett. Rich, relax, Mister Egg <laughs> Fan. I, you know, Mister Pokey poke, poke eye, whatever it is you say. Uh, Poku. Listen, listen, man, don't you dare. Listen, man, <laughs> uh, I'm deep in the in my first watch to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so I don't have time to. Like, I'm busy with Thor and all his friends and what all. I I don't have time for Adam Sandler. That explains why you haven't seen a movie that came out six months ago. I I work slowly and and diligently. (laughs) It came to Netflix like last week, so everybody relax. Oh, it has to have been like a month now. For sure,
2: been a month. I started watching it with my family, and then we actually turned it off halfway through. There's, not, 23, not by <laughs>
0: there's 23 Marvel movies. It's not that easy to, to get through, like, 60 hours Which, of Which, by
2: the way, you thought the first Iron Man was bad? Like, I haven't watched it since probably it came out, but I remember loving that movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. I did. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, like, I gave it, like, you know, a positive positive review positive rating i just not hyped on it and this is all i want to talk about please let's make this a marvel podcast because i have so many things to say and i haven't gotten anyone to talk about them with but i know we're not going to get all the way into that but yeah i know i just i just didn't i think that they've gotten like so much better as the i mean maybe that's just how movies work right like but i i just think they've just been nailing it like the last five or so i've that I've seen so far I've, I've loved and please no spoilers on, on any of the infinity war end game stuff. <laughs> well, I, this isn't going to be a spoiler, but I think of this as the end
1: game of podcasts. I think I said that earlier that this is, yeah, this is just who wasn't
0: looking forward to this crossover event right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, we're all here. Uh, we're all here. Iron Man's here. Uh Loki and his buddies. I don't know. The Hulk. I don't <laughs> we're, just know. Not, we're just not gonna decide who's who. We're gonna, we'll throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna we did that on our podcast and it was our lowest rated episode ever. Still is. <laughs> we did, huh? Yeah. That what was
2: it? We was it Marvel and Game of Thrones? Was it a collab one that
0: we did or no? <laughs> we did uh we put each king in a Game of Thrones house yes. and then we assigned each king a Marvel character.
2: Yeah. Wow. I'm I also confused. was just very uneducated on this, so it did it was <laughs> it was
0: rough for me. It was very hot at the time. It was like I mean, it was the like two episodes left in the Game of Thrones. It was like right before Game of Thrones took a massive dump on every on everybody and everything. And end game was in theaters. Like it was it was topical. So apparently nobody cared.
1: <laughs> I without fail as someone who creates for a living the things that i think are just gonna kill it as far as like people loving it are the ones that like three people enjoy and the thing you just casually throw together is the one that just breaks records
2: i do not understand it it is so frustrating we've definitely had that happen at kp (laughs) um yeah, maybe I won't reveal which one, but there was one we finished recording, and instantly, Rich and I were like, "Oh man, this is going to be the best one for sure." And it did like slightly above average numbers. And we're like, <laughs> "What the heck?" And then we have the most random one, and it just pops off. It's like, "All right, I
1: guess." Oh, I, def- I definitely i have definitely had that on here too, where I thought just my magnum opus was about to come out, and yeah, it's—it's it's weird. I—I am terrible at that aspect. I, which is funny because like. Certain parts of my day job, I'm supposed to know, like, engagement and stuff. But I think when it's your own work, it's so hard to know what people want from you. Yeah. Oh, I had a question. Speaking of Marvel, and if you followed me at all, you know my answer. But what, so we're talking about Marvel. Which character from that universe do you most relate to? That That's a question for me. Oh, both of you. Sorry, that was okay. both of you.
0: No, I'm. I'm. That's a great question. I'm super duper Oof. duper stoked on it. Uh, I don't think Brendan has seen a lot of the Marvel movies. I have not seen all of them. Obviously, I was like really hadn't seen them. Like I probably I had seen Black Panther. I would seen the original Iron Man like in theaters like ten years ago, and that was pretty much it. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know that I have a great answer but I will say I love Ant-Man and like growing up in San Francisco uh, the majority of my the majority of like my my early years in San Francisco I really vibed with with that that setting for Ant-Man but I don't know that I relate to it necessarily yeah I'll go with
2: uh if, man I can't even think of the name of this guy but who's the uh Who's is it? Star Lord? That's the Guardians of the Galaxy
1: guy, right? Oh, uh, Chris Pratt.
2: Yes, I'm yes. definitely going with Star Lord. Um, you know, he's got that little bit of like a—he's a badass, but at the same time, he also just completely is goofy and clumsy in stupid ways, and just talks a lot of crap, and then sometimes can't back it up. It's—I'll uh, go with that one. Like Rich said, I haven't seen the most Marvel. I definitely pulled up a list, and there's a bunch of these people where I'm like, who is this? So apparently, there's a She Hulk uh yeah so you're no. saying you're a badass for sure self-proclaimed
1: he, it, she-hulk we would have to have a discussion because she-hulk isn't in the mcu yet i want to say they're planning on her though
0: i think I we're getting a female thor yeah yeah which by which the way sense the sense. obvious answer for me is i'm thor the obvious answer. That, well that's because you
1: are chris hemsworth yeah basically more or less it's my new show really at this point it's it's a real Transformers, Transmorphers situation.
0: I,
2: I hadn't seen uh, Parks and Rec until after I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, oh, so this is like pretty much the same character sort of thing. Oh, you're talking Chris Pratt? I mean, Pratt. in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt, I've always said he's uh best case scenario Dane Cook. Interesting. I see that. That's they have fair. The, they have the exact same persona, except Chris Pratt's better at acting
0: that's fair uh i yeah i i yeah he hit like dane cook was that dude when like everyone was that dude when it was like really whack to be that dude and then like being that kind of goofy but charismatic ish guy like fell out of fashion and then he was like the only dude like that when he came back (laughs) like the soft-bodied uh comedian yeah i am I'm still trying
1: to decide if I'm more ashamed of the fact that I liked Dane Cook's stand-up when I was younger or the fact that I liked Daniel Tosh's stand-up when I was younger.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Daniel Tosh had
2: the videos to go with his show. I guess if you're saying a stand-up, it's different. Oh, no, I like the stand-up. Videos... His
1: stand-up has not aged well at all, and it shouldn't be yeah. that. It should not be old enough to have not aged well. I'm not sure Chris Pratt is aging super well. Oh, he's not. He's, he's got some views. Or he might. He's very. He, you can tell he has some views because of how little he talks about them. I don't know, but yeah. And so uh,
0: that's why Brandon is Chris Pratt. <laughs> who, who do? You, who, do you, who do you see me as? Who I mean? Who? Well, I'm trying to go through it. Like I don't know that I relate necessarily to any. You don't. Anymore. You don't know my address, right? When I say
1: this. Oh God! So I don't get beat up. I, okay. So, you said you, you're, you're like in the Marvel Universe, but you haven't seen any of them. So, I'm thinking you're Pepper Potts, because Gwyneth Paltrow... I can't believe you would say that. Because <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow famously is in all these movies and hasn't seen any of them. She didn't know Samuel L. Jackson was in them till last year. I'm watching so, them all. I'm making the effort. She would never make that effort. But when you're done, maybe I'll reconsider, you know. But, you know, you said you haven't seen many of them. But you're heavily Brendan, is, in Brendan has seen less whoa, of them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't make me pepper here.
0: <laughs> You've seen less of them, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan insulted himself by saying he's Chris Pratt, Pratt though. So, yeah. I'm, yeah make, sure. I'm out here making an effort. You got to do better than that. You got to give me, you got to give me, like, someone. <laughs> Rich
2: is like, who am I? And then it's like, no, no,
0: no you, not that one. <laughs> you, no, you can't give me, like, the person who's been in, like, five minutes of screen time. You're <laughs> asking me which, like, Avenger I am or whatever, right? Like, you're, it would be a little bit unfair to like oh, Chris. Chris is Chris. <laughs> we talked about too many Chris's. We just talked about two. Rich is pretty angry. Is this Hulk? I mean, I'm. A, I would happily hulk out on you over this. I can I've told you many times <laughs> that I can't stand Gwyneth Paltrow in this in this film. Series. I know. Why do you think I chose that? If you loved her, I That's won't... hurtful. That's hurtful. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I I I keep hearing from everyone that like you know they couldn't figure out. What was good or funny or like interesting about Thor until later in the movies? And I'm like 19 movies in, and I still haven't seen Thor be interesting or funny. I think Thor's funny in his movies; they just aren't good movies. <laughs> like I
1: think Chris Hemsworth shows glim- glimpses in them, but overall, those movies are just so generic. They just—I don't know—they don't have enough fun with this concept of a th- god of thunder. And Ragnarok makes up for it by having a blast with that. But the first two, I think Chris Hemsworth does show those glimpses, but yeah. Ragnarok and the Avengers movies too, but probably Avengers 2 is about the time he gets more lighthearted, is when he really goes to the next level.
0: I've seen Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, and he still doesn't... I don't feel like he's doing anything. I, I feel like he's doing really nothing still. Um I mean, at least give me, like, I guess, no. It would be, be too generous to give me Scarlett Johansson, obviously. I don't know, man. I, I need you to change this Gwyneth Paltrow one, or I might <laughs> be logging off for of this chat.
1: Hmm. You did go anti-pasta earlier. So I'm trying to decide whether I'm feeling nice or not. Um, let's see. I'm thinking of Rich Vibes. Hmm. Well, who? Which Avengers most likely to d- dislike pasta? Hmm.
0: Uh, I feel like, I mean, I feel like Iron Man watches his carbs. I was but... gonna say
1: Tony Stark has. I don't like pasta vibes. <laughs> he does. I yeah. like Tony Stark though. So I don't, I don't. I love like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Jackman. Are the two like most quintessential parts of the roles they play in superhero movie history, in my opinion, as far as the heroes go? There's probably been better villains because villains always get more to do. But
0: yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I've gr- like Iron Man is growing on me slowly. What's crazy to me is how unlikable all these characters are when they first show up. Like you were supposed to hate Iron Man at the beginning. And, like, it's not, like, by the end of the first film, he's likable. It's, like, it takes, like, ten screen hours for you to start liking Iron Man. Uh, Like, I just watched Doctor Strange recently. Like, that dude sucks. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that dude really sucks. Thor sucks. He's boring. The first Hulk with Ed Norton is unwatchable. Like, half of these movies... Oh, I should have gotten that one for you. I'll, I'll happily take Ed Norton. Half of these movies feature, like... Unwatchable characters. <laughs> oh, that! I just laugh
1: hysterically thinking about Ed Norton in the future of it. I won't spoil anything, but picturing Ed Norton where they take the Hulk is just hilarious to me. I cannot imagine it happening. Let's get back to basketball, though. Um, you, you on on your show, you guys asked me um, about kind of my journey with basketball and the king, so I'm going to return the favor and ask you guys uh brendan why don't you go first
2: um i mean with basketball i guess when i was young my dad was always really into basketball and i just remember him yelling at the tv watching a bunch of crappy warrior teams and i my parents put me in most sports and basketball was kind of the one that stuck so i played throughout uh middle school high school and all that so playing and then also i I put it out on twitter the other day i think i've talked about it a little bit as Uh, i remember watching the we believe warriors with my dad for sure and that's what uh that's my first memory of really just sitting and enjoying the heck out of watching the game
1: Uh, i loved that team that's funny if anyone knows my relationship with the warriors i love the we believe warriors
2: i mean they're extremely likable yeah and i mean just the whole underdog thing obviously and I will never forget the Baron Davis dunk on. I think it was AK forty seven, right?
1: Yeah, that uh, was the Jazz series, but
2: yeah, yeah. Which you know wasn't as good of a series, but but that dunk I remember because the next day watching on Sports Center, uh, five out of the top ten plays on Sports Center top ten were different angles of that Baron Davis dunk. <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah, at the time that off season my dad like I said obviously was a big Warriors fan at the time my parents are split um and my at the time my mom was dating a Lakers fan and I didn't want to pick and I think I remember my dad saying like kind of need to pick my own team and you know he wanted me to pick the Warriors obviously and I remember uh watching the NBA draft and the Celtics traded for Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and I totally jumped on the bad like you know, on draft night and uh yeah and then when i moved to sacramento recently obviously i started covering and following the kings this was probably only three years ago the first year of fox um so yeah still fairly recent with the kings but basketball i forgot is like,
1: you were a celtics guy
2: yeah, I've yeah always, a lot man, of people just dis- like let me forget
1: a lot of people dislike the celtics i think it's because they're east coast and the kings have never had a reason to hate an east coast team i've always kind of liked the celtics now they have annoying people like and annoying fans like Bill Simmons and stuff. Yep. As far as the team goes, I've always like I always liked the Boston Three Party or whatever they called them. Um, never liked Rondo, which I believe Brendan loved. So. Oof, yeah, Sorry. that was my guy. I didn't know Rondo as a person
2: when I was younger, obviously, but his play style I totally fell for. I think like I've just never really, as I say, I'm a Celtics fan and jumped on the bandwagon. I still didn't like to like stand the main guys pretty much. And Rondo quickly became, like, the one outside of the big three that was, was still very good. And I totally ended up stealing a bunch of pieces of his game, like the fake behind the back or, um, like, you do the, the fake layup where you kind of show and then reverse pivot. So, yeah, it was just Rondo's game that I totally fell for.
1: Perfect. What about you, Rich? What's your basketball story? I feel like you've told me parts of it before, but I don't think I've ever heard it in, like, narrative form.
0: Yeah. I mean, so as a kid, like growing up, I definitely watched a lot more baseball and football. Um, I grew up a giants and 49ers fan. Uh, my dad was actually from St. Louis, um, but moved to San Francisco. Um, my mom was from New York and moved to San Francisco, but she didn't watch sports. So that, that doesn't really have any bearing on this. Um, my dad was like, you know, a Rams fan and Cardinals fan growing up, but he lived in in San Francisco long enough where it he just got worn down over 5 10 15 years and and fell in love with Joe Montana and that era <laughs> of the 49ers. Uh and the Giants I think were and and probably still are honestly like as far as uh, being a fan, as far as is is simply fandom like just enjoying watching the game and rooting for that team not worrying about like analyzing stuff not worrying about taking notes or any sort of reporting or writing or whatever as far as like kicking back and and watching and supporting a team it's still the san francisco giants for me Uh, i fell out with the niners as they moved away from the city and this whole kaepernick situation and i i don't really care about them anymore and i don't really care about football that much anymore either it's a hard sport to love honestly like yeah. with everything going on. Um but yeah like basketball came around a little bit later for me. Um I it really was more of like a playing thing than a watching thing because I never like really associated with a team early early on because there wasn't a San Francisco team. Um but the Warriors were the closest thing. I watched them occasionally. Uh I went to like some weird like Warriors fan day thing that I won free tickets to or my mom won free tickets to and she took me and it was like really rad. Like I wish I could I wish you could go back to it because it was like a day where you go to the Coliseum and there was like (laughs) uh you know, you could play like one on one or like you could you could participate in like shooting contests and like getting like your trading cards and you're getting like there's people like autographs and like bounce houses and it was just perfect for a kid and that's when I started finally getting into it, um, and then uh, my parents were also split up very young, and uh, uh, her my my mom was the next partner. They never actually got married, but they were together for a very long time. Had Warrior season tickets, and uh, they're great tickets. Like um, I don't think he has them anymore. They changed arenas recently, but he had Row One season tickets forever. And he would just give me the tickets whenever he wasn't going. And yeah, that was, that was really, really got me into it. Um, I was also won over by the We Believe Warriors. Brennan and I have that in common. Um, that was my first year of college. And and like, so I got a lot of really good, really good viewing time out of that. But I ended up moving around a lot and I, I never was like truly solidified with the Warriors. Um, didn't grow up with them. And then I moved around and just started to watch the league more in general. Uh, It wasn't until I landed in Sacramento uh, eight years ago now that I started going to Kings games um, because at the time, like Kings games were just so easy to get tickets to like, they were like handing out Kings tickets on every street corner. I got so many free tickets from my job from school, like from anywhere, they'll just give you free tickets at, at the time. To it was Sleep Train at the time, um, over in Arco. Uh, Sleep Train is always the funniest name to me, but um, yeah, you know, I, I got, it was more it was the Cousins era, really. I think I caught a little bit of the tail end of it. And uh, you know, it's a really fun team to root for because unlike Brendan, I am. big fan of the underdog. I am I always am gonna cheer for and watch the worst team. I love that stuff. I love in 2K taking taking the worst team in the league, making the making them the best team. In FIFA, I choose the worst team at the bottom of like the bottom of the division for English soccer and try to get them to win the Premier League. That's what I'm all about. I love a good rebuild. I love a pathetic team and like quite honestly that's i was gonna say if you like a
1: good rebuild why do you like the kings
0: i like a good failed rebuild and (laughs) uh yeah i I really enjoyed it and i got into it started watching basketball more than anything and i think that's kind of a product of like where i'm living at the time there's no football here no baseball here i'm slowly watching less of that watching more basketball and yeah i mean i i just finally the nerd in me it, it is that it's always been that for me it's like the nerd in me wants to Write down what I think about this team, analyze it, share it with people. Luckily enough, um, the fan post system was there for Sactown Royalty. A friend of mine told me about it, told me to start writing. And the first time I wrote something, Brian West uh, read it for whatever reason. And he talked about it on this very podcast to Tony Zipteris, who was the host at the time. And I heard that. My friend was like, hey, you're on the, they mentioned you on this podcast. That encouraged me to write more. And you guys, you guys brought me on. It's been nice. a great journey.
1: So we have Bryant to blame.
0: Most definitely. yeah.
1: He's banned from the podcast now anyway. If you haven't followed our relationship, I can't stand him. So, you know. I don't think I knew you were a Giants fan. I'm very casual with baseball, and I really almost never watch it anymore. But I've always identified as a Giants fan. Um, I was a terrible the most annoying type of fan who followed them more during the world series years. Um, I always kind of followed them casually before that. I loved Barry Bonds, but yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about giants. Baseball's just boring to be honest.
0: It is man. Like that's the thing. Like I still, I Uh, still am like a fan, but I don't know that I've sat down and watched like a whole game. I'll I'll watch playoff baseball. Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah. I do like playoff baseball too. To a, Degree, but even in NBA, I'm a Kings fan. I've always been a Kings fan. I've never identified as another fan, but like, I I love watching the league just as much as I like watching the Kings. I love watching the TNT games, whatever, when I can. So I've always loved that. And baseball, you're a psychopath if you can follow a league and your team. 162 games in what 190 days, whatever it is, and you are watching multiple teams. That is wild to me. But like no, those giant were fun. Um, up until a couple years ago, I would casually watch, throw, throw it on while I was reading or writing or whatever. Um, I really didn't watch it all last year. I might be kind of done with baseball. I don't know. It's never been my favorite sport. Basketball, I've never loved a sport as much as I like basketball. Um, I'm starting to get into tennis. I really enjoy watching tennis, but still, nothing will dethrone basketball which is funny because I don't want it to come back <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the other thing about basketball. I think like, it is so much more intensely watchable than, than, than baseball. Like, football can be entertaining too, but you only get 16 in a year. Like Basketball, I think, hits that perfect balance where there's enough games for enough of the year, and they're really fast-paced and interesting enough that like, it can really capture my attention far better than any other sport. I think basketball is just more interesting
1: from a story standpoint too, because there's 12 guys on every team. Um, I there's there's players I don't know much about, but for the most part, I know who all of them are. I know their journey, and I love the positive and negative. When I'm when I'm going on some insane diatribe about the Warriors, it's because I love that story too. I just love hating it. I love like these narratives that you get in basketball because it's a smaller league, and I don't think you get that in the others. I I don't I. Baseball and football, the whole culture behind the fans bugs me, which is not to say NBA fan culture is um, Teflon as far as criticism goes. But yeah, just there's something about basketball that has always intrigued me more than any other sport. Yeah. And I didn't grow up in a sports-watching household. My dad started watching basketball the same ki- time I did. So we always had that. And then we later started watching the Giants a few years before they started winning. And, but it's always been basketball.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, part of it for me too, is that I feel like, like baseball, you look at, it's kind of a one-on-one situation, even though there's a team environment Mm -hmm. going on. Um, I guess football, you can utilize people better in different situations, but basketball, like it feels like there's such a fit aspect to it among like, who are you playing them alongside and things like that. Like you can take a guy, out of one situation, any guy out of Sacramento and all of a sudden put him in a better situation and he's a good player because you're utilizing him correctly sort of thing. Uh, yeah. And I think that is a really interesting aspect of basketball to me as well.
1: And baseball is like, for, like I think back to Giants, Tim Linscombe. At Tim Linscombe's peak, the Giants were a terrible team. And it like he got all these accolades and stuff because on those once every five nights, the Giants were winning because Tim Linscombe was out there. Where in basketball, you just can't – a guy gets punished for that, which I think is unfair, but there's a more direct correlation between a guy and how his team does sometimes.
0: Yeah, let me ask you guys real quick. This is – maybe there's another diversion we don't need, but do either of you have a, a soccer team? No. <laughs> I, uh, I told you a little <laughs> bit on Twitter
2: today, Rich, but this is mainly just because – I played FIFA a lot with friends and one year I got super into Man City when I was training a bunch of different teams and I never watched Premier League that much or anything and they weren't like a great team at the time but then I'm pretty sure the next season in Premier League they had like a legendary year and then I totally became the annoying Man City fan for sure. Surprising. Yeah, crazy, right?
1: (laughs) I I have to write about soccer sometimes. So I know like the big players, but yeah, I I watch very little soccer. I think when Sac Republic, I've always wanted to watch Sac Republic. I've just never, since I don't live in the city of Sacramento, I'm never like a stone's throw away from going to a game. But I think during when MLS kicks off, when the MLS kicks off, I'll try to start watching Sac Republic more. But as far as overseas, the people who wake up at 4 a.m. to watch a team in Europe, no.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I, I started a Sack Republic podcast and we got one game into the season before everything was shut down. So it's unfortunate. The the bad part about republics is they always fall. <laughs> Ours is called Rise of the Republic. So oh, it rose. Maybe, yeah, we'll retitle it fall, I guess, at some point. But uh I, I'm thinking about getting into it, man. I, I uh I I think I've chosen I think I've I think I've picked a team in England. Uh I don't know. I may I may, may keep it under wraps, but it's definitely like a bad team and that's what I'm all about. The problem there is that can you imagine if relegation were a thing in the NBA and like the Kings just get knocked down to the G League?
2: Oh god. I think it's such a cool idea though.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: I do love that aspect of co- of college of soccer. I there I love I'm so intrigued. I think cuz I don't still get it by the business side of soccer. And just like the way guys sign away from teams and all that it's so interesting it seems to have the most interesting behind the scenes of any sport to me
0: it's so it's so crazy like just a little bit of the surface that I've scratched like the environment is so different Um, especially with like the leagues competing with each other and then I was hearing that in the NBA and like most American sports their businesses treated as like for-profit businesses like you need to make a, a profit out of these teams you need to milk every dollar they're worth whereas like a lot of premier league teams are vanity projects like like man city was is the perfect example as everyone talks about it like they are severely not profitable like they (laughs) operate at a massive massive loss every year because they are like a vanity project of a a saudi (laughs) saudi prince
1: (laughs) and i know a lot of nba players are starting to buy into soccer which one does lebron own he uh, I legit I have know. no idea.
0: Oh, I know uh,
2: Durant just got the Philly one, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, LeBron owns one of the English teams, I believe. Oh, which by the way, since it's come up twice, and Rich and I have been talking about it since Kings Herald launched, and haven't done it, I'm gonna say it on the podcast so that we have to do it. We need to start streaming because FIFA has come up twice, and I own it on Switch and PS4, and have probably played two combined hours.
0: Let's go! Oh, I'm so down.
1: So we need we bug us if you're listening about what you would like to see from streaming because we really do want to... I really want to get the streaming aspect done because I think it'd be fun to do some sort of 2K projects, do some video off that. So yeah, We need to do that, but we'll also expand it to FIFA. We still want to check out Animal Crossing Islands and stuff. Let's
0: go! I'm saying that
1: on the podcast so that now it's recorded and we just have to do it because we have talked so many times. Hey, this week, do you want to do that? And then we both just, you're off eating Bubba Gump somewhere, and I'm sitting here crying. <laughs> yeah, man. My island's looking good. I'm yeah. trying to show that off. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually haven't. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I finally bought a mass amount of turnips, and then I didn't play all week and ran out of bells, <laughs> so they obviously spoiled, and I don't think I've turned it on since, but I let my nephews move to my island, so I do have to let them play more sometimes. Anyways, um, did we miss anything uh, in, all, in this very informative podcast? We've talked about Marvel. We've talked about soccer. We snuck some basketball in there. Anything you, you guys want to get off your chest? Any random pop culture references? You've just been dying to scream into the abyss?
0: Hmm. I don't think so. What What are the next podcasts, man? Like, wh- Are we going to ever do that horror podcast? Okay. Should we? Should I resurrect my Christmas movie podcast with my <laughs> wife? Bring that on the King's Herald. There's a lot if of askable movies I haven't seen.
1: If we did every podcast idea that we have stated since we started the King's Herald, we would we would be Damien Barling status, where we host eighteen thousand podcasts. That said, I have some ideas we'll talk about off air. Absolutely. Anyways, we're, obviously they can find you at the new home now. Um, what was your old home at King's Pulse? Um,
2: well, we're still technically part of Blue Wire's uh, network, so just like affiliated with King's Herald or also oh, part okay. of the King's Herald podcast network or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, we are still part of Blue Wire there as well.
1: That sounds sort of like a soccer club. Yeah. There we go. You're technically an extension of one thing, but you're also owned by this other thing, or like a minor league baseball team. I don't
0: know. Rest <laughs> in peace, minor league baseball.
1: Are they thinking this is going to have a last? I know they canceled the season today. Are they thinking this is going to have a lasting impact because owners <gasps>
0: have to pay players? Yeah, I mean, I think that the baseball thing, like this, it could be much worse, you know, than what the NBA has dealt with the greed comes in sometimes and that poor sport I think is in a lot of trouble. Well, I know minor league baseball is such an unforgiving
1: uh, pace to be on,
0: which I'm sure is the same in the G league, but the G league
1: relative to other teams actually plays, pays decently as opposed to minor leagues. When you're not a major league player playing in the minor league, I know the G league, I had to write about that a while back. G league actually has them beat. So I guess props to them. They probably still don't make enough, but, You know, right, yeah, it's wild how when you read about like minor league baseball players and umpires, those are the ones who get like thrown around the country for nothing if they don't make it into a major league. How much these guys do for, like, I'm not kidding, less money than you'd probably make working at McDonald's, and that's insane to me.
0: It's rough, man. Sometimes. A lot of, other than directly being an athlete in the highest league, uh, a lot of the sports world is is tough and predatory. Like you mentioned with some writing stuff, I mean, sports is a lot of fun. It's a, a lot of people's fun. I think that that can be taken advantage of. You know, you can be asked to to work for free or work for pennies um, a lot of the time. But yeah, man. I mean, I think that's the way you got to get. You got to build. You got to build your own thing. And that's. I think that's what the three of us are, and, and the rest of King's Herald are trying to do.
1: Sounds, yeah. I have nothing to add to that. Anything to add, Brendan? Anything you need to get off your chest? It doesn't have to be about anything. It could be a word you just want to scream. I don't care. Oh, man, now there's pressure
2: on one word?
1: Uh, so, I'll start. Do you know what's a great underutilized word that I need to get in the lexicon? I think I'm going to make it a rule, even though I have no power at the King's Herald. Fliberty gibbet. That's one word. That's one word. F-L-I-B-B-E-R-T-I-G-I-B-B-E-T. Wow. A Fliberty wow. <laughs> gibbet. It's someone who talks way too much. For example, the host of this show is a Fliberty Gibbet. That is a phenomenal word. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss word. That's what I love. It just like it has so many syllables, but it just works.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm desperately looking around the room for so many words, <laughs> and uh, I'm really coming up blank here. <laughs> oh, man. Eggs. Wow. We're closing it out with eggs. That's wow. that's the word. Yeah, it's a, it's a little shorter than yours, but that's what we're
1: closing with. You, no, wait, you couldn't spell egg. I was going to say you could spell egg with the letters in Liberty Gibbet, but there's only one G. <laughs> what about you, Richard?
0: Oh uh, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I got, that's, that's your word try. pepper. No. Yeah. Pepper, <laughs> you say oh Good. <laughs> How could you? Uh, uh speaking of eggs. <laughs> pepper get, is uh if you get
1: that know, reference, you get that reference. Speaking if of if not eggs, oh oh yeah, jade will be my my <laughs> word. <laughs> anyways thank you for joining me thanks for having me on the earlier episode too hope you guys enjoyed this little crossover event I think we should try this some other time we talked about that in our little slack but maybe for certain events or certain things we'll do some more crossovers but this has been fun
2: yeah man I really appreciate you uh, having us on and thanks for coming on Kings Pulse as well and yeah we definitely will be doing this again in the
1: future where can they find you on Twitter? I'm terrible at remembering ads.
2: My uh, personal Twitter is at Brendan Nunez NBA and the Kings Pulse Twitter is at Kings underscore pulse. And then I'll let Rich take over his.
0: I'm at Ivanowski NBA and thanks so much for having us on, man. Thanks again.
1: Look out for streaming material, um, 17 different podcasts about everything. And I will talk to you guys next week about. Whatever the sports world brings, basketball world brings. Thank you.